right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Spice After Dark. Yes, it is your boy, Jacob Benson. I'm actually doing the intros again. Brendan has officially failed me by showing up to the show really late and doing it later in the week. So uh, he's losing those privileges. Uh, anyway, we got a decent show for you tonight. <laughs> Folks, we are in the last division of the NFC. We talking about the NFC North, baby. Going into that, we're getting back to our owns and dubs. Going to be a little quickie one tonight. A little quickie, like Brendan in bed. So let's get it. Welcome back. Gotta love that intro. Brennan, you are looking incredibly submissive and breedable this evening. How are you? Wow. This has just been like an absolute roast of me for like the last minute. You know what I've been um, thinking about constantly? Um, I, I look back at my birthday and you held back. I held back? <laughs> yes. Oh, for the roast? Yes. You think, I, you think I did hold back a little? When 23 hits, I want you just to go, I want you to go scorched earth on me. I want to be crying That's by fair. the end of that episode. That's I, I feel, I feel like I was like, I was pretty good though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I might have to go, but I might have to go rewatch that. Cause I thought it was a, a pretty good episode, but how about for no, my I, birthday in October? We do it. Yeah, I'll do I'll do it for your half birthday. I'll, I'll do half twice the work for half the birthday, but um, no, I'm doing all right. I know I, I had a late dinner. Um, it's all right though. Had a few drinks, so I'm always I'm already ahead of schedule uh, to do the show. So I really I was yeah. I mean I was just doing my uh, duty for the show. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. it was my duty to get ready pregame it. So <laughs> you are Jon Snow, Brennan. You were just um, you're just taking one for the team every single second of the day. And yeah, taking arrow after Thank arrow. You. Thank you for your service, Brennan. I can't reiterate that enough. All right, but real quick, brother. I know I say that a lot, but let's get into the owns and dubs of the week. I'm going to start off with a dub. I like to start off the night with a positive note. I've had a pretty rough week at work and with, with the finances. So one thing that I've been seeing, and I know we'll probably do a social media trend every week for my, one of my dubs, but how about these wholesome TikToks? Am I right? You keep seeing these trends where it's like, yo, bro, who got you smiling like that? And it's just something uh-huh. that makes me melt inside, Brendan. I watch those, and it's like every bad thought that I ever had just vanishes. Yeah, I saw, I saw one of somebody. Music. I saw one of a little baby for the first time, like, see through glasses. Yeah. And, the, and, like, lighten up when they see their parents' face. And it was, like, the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. It puts wouldn't, a smile on my face. Wouldn't you be freaked out after seeing that? As a baby? Yeah. <laughs> like, and then forget like, about it in 15 minutes? Well, that and then, well, because just imagine, like, the whole time you're alive, you can barely see anything, if even outlines of people, and then you get, like, they just put these things on your face, and you're just like, this is not how life should be. <laughs> True, you're just born from darkness to yeah. just, like, actually, like, just seeing blurry has got to be a downgrade from just seeing nothing, you know what I mean? Actually, Because it's teasing you. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's a cheesy process. All right, go ahead, man. That was, yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> so my own was, uh, happened today, actually. Uh, Shohei Otani had to bring it up. He was the first player uh, in this season to hit 40 home runs. So pretty insane for a half pitcher, half player. Uh, same night while, while pitching, while he started tonight, so... Uh, he threw like eight strikeouts, so mm-hmm. pretty insane. Like six innings pitched. I mean, this dude is just—he's pretty good. I think he's good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. All right, I'm gonna get into one of my owns real quick too. Scott Frost, not looking good for uh, for us Husker <laughs> boys. So I, I kind of want to know. It's a really touchy issue, if we can call it that, right? So Scott Frost, for those who, for the unchristened, so Scott Frost was having off-site practices in light of the new COVID CDC guidelines. So he is, he is under fire. So Frost is on the hot seat. See what I did there? Um, the boy is melting, Brennan. I don't know. Been on the hot seat for a while. That, that too. He, he definitely has been. So I'm just, I'm very confused as to why that happened because 
they got through the entire 2020 season still able to practice and not really having to have like change much aside from just you know don't like be like kissing each other when you're not getting reps in like stuff like that you know so how recent did this happen i believe it was this week was when i heard the news oh so this was recent this wasn't last season this was like so that's that's what's confusing to me it's like right well first of all having off-site practices you're gonna look hella suspicious instantly yeah and i don't even know like what the like parameters are that makes it an offsite practice. Like what, wasn't there something like, uh, yeah, like other coaches involved or something like that weren't a part of the school or, or something like that. He didn't tell like the, the new athletic director that he was doing it either. So that kind of gets off on the wrong foot right away between Trev Alberts and Scott Frost. I saw the, a picture from the press conference looked kind of funny. It was like Trev Alberts was like looking at Scott Frost and, Trev Alberts is dressed up in a suit. Scott Frost is in like a backwards hat, like with like a t-shirt. Literally looks like a parent like lecturing their kid after finding out that they were drinking, underage drinking the night before. Just, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Scott Frost was like, you know, all pouty and stuff, but It looks like a UFC matchup graphic. Yeah, exactly. So it was, it's a very weird like news story that'll probably just blow over. Probably. Could you, um, but, could you imagine if they just had practice in like a cornfield, like in Blue Mountain State? See, like I, uh, that like, would be cool. I feel like, like they would probably get a pass for doing that. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I don't know what exactly this was. I don't know why it's even a huge deal. But to me, the biggest part of it is just Scott Frost going behind the new athletic director's back, which is pretty sus. So Yeah. All I know is I got shit about it at work, and that's how we even found out about it to begin with. Yeah. Well, people were saying stuff about how Bill Moose like knew about it. So I don't know if it's been going on or something for <laughs> he was covering like, up offside practices. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, like <laughs> even with like the extra practices or whatever, like it's obviously not helping the team because they're still shit. So yeah. Um, Scott Frost, I maybe let him do it. Maybe just let him let him have it. Think he's gonna Ooh. do better with the team or something. I don't know. Let him have it. Let him have it. Um, <laughs> all right. So I got two quick owns. First ones. First one's the quick one. Um, so Max Kellerman was actually moved from first take upon request, I guess, of uh, Stephen A. Smith. Was he so just being racist? Uh, no, I mean, if you ever watch them two debate political issues, I mean, Stephen Max, A. is the racist one. Stephen A. is always like the kind of one that you're like, oh, dude, pretty shitty take. Um, so I don't know exactly. I think they disagreed really heavily on something recently that went off like off the screen like they still were arguing about it so i mean Stephen a obviously has so much leverage that he can kind of make whatever work yeah um whatever he wants i mean he's pulling in so many like views for espn so he's, i think max max kellerman's still going to be involved so we'll we'll see what happens with that yeah it's not like he's being just kicked out of espn altogether wasn't max kellerman he he lost his brother pretty recently didn't he oh i'm not sure i thought that was it because i, I remember seeing something about um him in the news within the last year. I, I, I'm pretty sure he lost his brother, which is very sad. That would be and now, pretty and now Stephen A. is just kicking him to the curb. Physically. What's Stephen A. going to do? It's Stephen B.? Stephen B. No, right. he's going to lose his own brother to something else. Wow, that's a little harsh to wish upon someone. I wasn't wishing it upon him. I'm just saying karma exists for a reason. <laughs> um, and then the other own that I had, also quick, but um, the new taunting rule for the NFL, which was already seen in place during one of the, I can't remember which one, one of the preseason games. And taunting it was like so the simplest fun, thing. Taunting, I mean, what do you want the guys? This is like the whole shut up and play type of thing. Like, yeah. come on, this is what the players live for. Like making a good play and talking smack to the other guy. Like how, how could you take that away? It's like one of the simplest things they get paid millions of dollars a year to play football on camera. Let them have some fun. Yeah, seriously. Call, call the plays that are like an endangerment to the players, not seriously. the plays that are just for the enjoyment of them. For the you know snowflakes. I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's so you, dumb. I don't know who, who wanted this rule. Like Fans for sure didn't because for me, one of the funnest parts is seeing somebody just jack someone and then stand over them for a second. Like looking all tough. I think that's one of the more fun parts about football. So yeah, I think I know who came up with that rule. I think it was 
somebody who took that key and peel sketch too seriously. Do you remember that one where he's like, you get only a certain amount of bumps. Oh yeah. Your yeah, hips yeah. When you're in, when you're scoring like three months, somebody probably just, just, yeah. Someone just saw Juju dancing in the middle of the field and well, he should be canceled altogether. Yeah, no, that man should just not be playing in the NFL anymore. Absolutely. And no, I agree. He should just stick to esports and Fortnite. Yeah, he should just stick to dancing on TikTok with that too. Jackson Mahomes and Addison Ray. And what's yeah. the other one? Demelio. I don't even care about them anymore, Brennan. I have transcended upon caring about these ridiculous trick TikTok. I, I almost said trick talkers because they're trick, trick ass bitches. That sounds cool, whatever trick that talk. would be. <laughs> That's the Americanized version of TikTok. It's not even Americans, you know that? We didn't mention what we were drinking, but I see you're drinking a little beer again, huh? Yeah, but I'm, I'm back. So here's, here's, here's why. This is actually perfect because I was just about to get into this. So, y'all, as you know, I went to Kansas City over the weekend with my um, – with with my gorgeous significant other whom I love very much. And Friday night had the best barbecue of my life. I've been to well, Texas. I you're going to say something else. So. Oh, Jesus H Brennan. Oh, that's why I was like, Whoa. All right. I went to this kind of newer, like gourmet barbecue place in Kansas city. It's called Q 39. I'm going to name drop it. Cause I want people to check this out. If they're in the area, best hundred dollars I ever spent on dinner, but I, I bought a lot of stuff. Don't get me wrong. This is I heard Kansas bars. City barbecue is is bussing. Yeah, so I got burn ends, brisket. I got these uh, smoked and grilled pork bellies at the same time. I got a Boulevard beer, which is what they're known for down there. Just beautiful night. And then I went to the Power Line District right after. Uh, first of all, open container laws don't exist there. So I was literally really? fully able. Yeah, so I went to this one place. It's like a classy jazz bar. I don't know if you've seen Crazy Stupid Love, but pretty much that. Oh, yeah. Ryan Gosling meets Steve Carell in. Nice. Imagine that, but for like college kids. So, awesome. yeah, Iggy's. so, I got this. so I got Iggy's this, bar, but way classier and way bigger. Um, <laughs> I got this 32 ounce to go beer, and the guy was giving me like samples and stuff. Jesus. Yeah, no, I still kept the I kept the can because it's just so cool. But he was giving me the, all these samples. He gave me mead. He gave me this like cider beer oh, from yes. Texas. He gave me all this was free too. Don't get me wrong. And then he gave me. Um, this one that was like literally a mixture of beer, mead, and whiskey. And it was 14%. And I took a sip and I gave it to my girlfriend. I was like, I got to drive later. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, and That's then awesome. went to the Royals game, watching it, their asses kicked, unfortunately. But my seats were too good to complain. I was literally four rows behind the Royals dugout, blowing kisses to the St. Louis fans and trying to not kick the kid's ass in front of me, who was just, I don't, I'm not good with kids, man. The two little kids. Yeah. You're I not Tom Brady. I'm not Tom Brady. I'm not good with kids. It was your guys' uh, anniversary, right? Yeah, yeah. Happy anniversary. Thank you, brother. But yeah, very good trip. I plan to go back soon. I'm actually, we went to the country club plaza, so uh, I got to experience a, a fine taste in mm. a long time. And I'm going to the Lego store in November when I go back. I'm going to get some Star Wars Legos. I literally asked her, I was like, hey, let me get that place. Like, I'm going to get some Star Wars Legos. They're setting it up. Please. She's like, okay. And I was like, perfect. <laughs> so I, I have to ask you about something. Yeah, go ahead, brother. Um, so Jacob on his Instagram, which you can follow both of us on socials, whatever. Um, but you posted some pictures from your weekend uh-huh. and you posted a picture of you from behind with like the whole Kansas city in front of you. I just want to know, like, what was your thought process of taking that picture? Like, were you like, I'm the king of this city? What, what was, uh, what was the thought behind it? So I kind of made that my caboose trip in the mindset that I'm looking back on the city that I had a blast in for the weekend right before I left. Cause I took that Sunday morning, like pretty much on my way out. We, we went to the world war one Memorial cause you get a really good skyline view of downtown. She wanted the pictures. I was just like, you know what? Let me hop in this. So <laughs> I got some pictures myself being the egotistical asshole that I am. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I, I, I felt like the Scarface of Kansas city, even though it's just in town for a couple of days, I just had some good style. Um, it sounds like a lot of fun. I've been wanting to try Kansas City barbecue for a long time. My sister goes to she goes to school in Lawrence, so I should at some point make it out there, but we'll see. In the meantime, I'll just dream about it. Mm-hmm. But thank you for supporting me on my trip. Of course. <laughs> Looked <laughs> like right. a lot of fun. Thank you. Brennan, should we get to the moment of the hour and talk about our freaking football fanaticism? Mm. Mm. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> you can tell that it's late at night and that I've had a couple of drinks because my voice is starting to crack. So, so mine's, mine's nearing that as well. So. I sound like 
uh, what's that kid's name from Say by the Bell? That, uh, I don't remember either. Squeak. I don't know. That might have been it, actually. Anyways, Brennan, let's start with uh, – I kind of like that alphabetical order that we did last week. What do you think? We're just going to start off hot. I think we're going to start off hot. Let's just, let's right. get it out of the way. I know you want to talk about it. Let's let's hear Brennan's completely unbiased analysis of the Chicago <laughs> Bears for the 2021 season. Yeah. After me saying that I've had a few drinks, this is me just completely sobering up instantly to talk about the Chicago Bears. Me and every single sports bar in Chicago land area is just, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it's what's nice about this show, especially, is like last week we recorded before we'd seen any of the preseason games. The only one we had was what the Cowboys uh, Steelers, like the hall of fame games. So by now we've been able to see a whole weekend full of games where we kind of got to see a little bit of a sneak peek with some teams. Um, So yeah, so the Chicago bears uh, last year, eight and eight famously eight and eight last season that an eight and eight can happen. So you could say that famously average because it's the last time it could happen so well, they can't tie anymore it's better than losing in the super bowl i think um so i'm sorry uh no the bears made the wild card they got shit on in the wild card um they didn't make it any further than that but this year i think their win total is set at seven and a half um so what i was saying though obviously preseason we were able to get a little peek at what the bears might be looking at this season with Justin Fields. Um, and that's why I'm glad we didn't touch on the NFC North before this. So like we could actually talk about what happened on Saturday because Justin Fields, like I don't want to overreact. I don't want to do it, but he looked, he looked awesome, man. Mm-hmm. And I know people, you know, Dalton got the start reps with the ones, you know, which was expected. Um, and that went that went as expected, if not worse. I mean, Dalton didn't move the offense like at all. Um, the Bears' offense was pretty stagnant like the entire first half, um, up until like the final forty-five seconds, which you know we saw the Justin Fields forty-five second trill that turned into a a field goal, with which to me, you know, was the most impressive part of the night because that actually showcased like a NFL type of big time moment for him. Uh, where where it's like the two touchdowns in the second half where, you know, they're against second strings, third strings. But mm-hmm. you also have to keep in mind he's playing with second and third strings. So you want to see your 11th overall pick dominate those players. You know what I mean? If he's not doing that, then he doesn't deserve to have that step up and play with the starters. You know what I mean? So that's my initial take. What What, what did you like? Well, so first of all, I heard you mention Cowboys, and I just want to go ahead and say that when I was at that lounge bar Friday night and I was watching the Cardinals and Cowboys preseason game, I was audibly, loudly cheering for the Cardinals. Of um, course. To just show my hatred for Dallas. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, yeah, so I I earnestly agree. I think Fields also looked really good, and I definitely think he's going to be probably the Bears' best option going forward. Now, here's the kicker. Keeping that man healthy. I'm not saying that Justin Fields is an injury-prone quarterback, but we kind of saw how injuries have affected him kind of later in the season too, especially last year. I would definitely say that would cost – that's what costed Ohio State that, that victory in the national championship was his injury. So, that being said, is Andy Dalton going to be starting the entire season? I would not put money on that. <laughs> not a cent. So I definitely think that Justin Fields is going to be your guys' best option going forward. And honestly, I was really happy for you guys that you got him because I think the Bears just kind of needed a morale victory within the city of Chicago. I guess outside the city because I guess, yeah, the Bears stadium's not even there. But so that's just kind of my take, bro. Like, keep the guy healthy because, you know, if camp's going well, if preseason's going well, he, if he's looking good, you want to make sure he's getting the reps, he's getting experience actually playing among other NFL you know, veterans are just people that have been in there for as long as they are. He's playing against people that are a completely different competitive playing field compared to a Big Ten school. So, Justin Fields is your man. I'm proud of you. Yeah, and like you said, Andy Dalton, he will be the starter um, to, to begin the season at least. Mm-hmm. I think today or yesterday, he, I think it was today, he came out and said, like, 
Justin Fields is going to be a great quarterback. He's going to have a very like long career, but he's like, but now is my time. I was going to say, could you just yeah. imagine if he just became if, if the funniest thing? If, it, if um, Andy Dalton was just the biggest dick about just <laughs> on the team, he's just like, yeah, he's cool and all, but guys, it's my time to shine now. My guys, time. Like, I match our uniforms, guys. Like, my hair is the same color as the orange on here. <laughs> no, but <laughs> he's just, a, like, he's never known for being this, like, stuck-up douchebag or anything. And then as soon as Justin Fields is on the team and everyone just talks about him, he's like, don't forget about me, guys. Like, I want the spotlight for a couple seconds. <laughs> no, but, and here's the thing, too. That seven and a half prediction, I can agree with that. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing because the Bears definitely kind of need a year to kind of recuperate, find themselves, and be able to work in this new system. They got a new coach. Like, they're just, excuse me, I'm sorry. They, they, they got a whole new system they're working with here, dude. A completely new offensive system. So I just, I want to be able to wish them the best of luck. But do I think they're going to win more at max eight games this year? Probably not. I'd still take the over at seven and a half probably because I don't think they're going to lose or I don't think they're going to win less than seven. Yeah. Well, the thing is when I look at it is last year we went eight and eight with a little bit thinner of a team Mm -hmm. with worse quarterbacks. So we upgrade at quarterback, even Andy Dalton's an upgrade, like between Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky, like even, even he is an upgrade to both of them. So whether it's Fields, whether it's Dalton, we already get a few pointers in the quarterback position. Um, so of that right there, it's like, oh, well, we were 8-8 eight and eight last year. Like, how can we get worse than that? So I do think, um, and I'm not, I don't want to get too far ahead in the NFC North talk, but um, I think the Bears have a shot at, they have the best shot at finishing at the top half of the NFC North. Um, so whether that's first or second, see voice just cracked yeah. again, dude, this is, this is so shitty. Um, it's fine. <laughs> no, I didn't so, even notice it. Okay. So I think my final prediction, for, at least for the bear schedule, because you know, their defense is still looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say defensively, you guys are probably going to be dominating in the NFC North this year too. Defense is going to help you when offense is going to be lacking. Cause I'm not going to lie. As I'm sure of nice of a guy Andy Dalton is, I don't think he's going to be the best offensive situation. So my final prediction is going to be 9-8 and eight for this year, but that's going to be kind of steadily increasing, almost like investing in a stock. You're accruing that compound interest. It's just going to keep getting better and better the more that they keep investing in this team. Yeah. Um, no, and I, I, I would agree with that. And I think that, you know, Dalton came into this. I, originally, I think he did think he was a starter, which I feel a little bad, you know, that they came out. But at the same time, you know, the Bears didn't think that Justin Fields would fall to them at 11. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. two quarterbacks taken ahead of him probably, you could argue, shouldn't have been taken ahead of him. Trey Lance had a fine debut in the preseason game, but I would say overall Justin Fields was probably the highlight of the rookies. Trevor Lawrence was fine, you know. Um of Zach Wilson was fine, but you know, Justin Fields was the guy who stood out. But so before I get to my predictions, just other takeaways for me was just how, well, did you see what the quote was that everybody was kind of like shitting on fields for that? He said, after the game, he said something, he like answered a question in the post game press conference um he was asked about the speed and adjustment in the nfl like about the pace whatever and he said that actually playing with the bears defense you know has prepared him a lot and helps him slow down the game for him so it felt slow to him and everybody right away was just like yeah so everyone took it you know totally out of context was just saying how Fields said that the NFL feels slow to him and he's playing with second and third stringers. So yeah, it probably did. Um, yeah, but of course everyone ran with that other narrative and, you know, we've got retired NFL vets calling him out on Twitter and probably every defender in the league now putting Justin Fields on their bulletin board with a red pin in it. So I, I, I personally like the confidence, honestly, in the actual quote, but you know, Fields just, 
he has it. You know what I mean? He just carries himself better than any past Bears quarterback has. You know, I before the game, they were, of course, showing – uh, 2017 Mitch preseason stats, and they were actually pretty good. But um, that's besides the point because Justin Fields are better. So, well, it was, and it was more. It's it was a much more electric like debut from a quarterback than I've seen in a while. Honestly, this is also the first instance where a quarterback from QB one Beyond the Lights on Netflix mm-hmm. is playing in the NFL. You're right. Because I don't think Fromm got drafted. I don't think Tate Martell. He did get drafted, drafted, but he has not played. Yeah, he got drafted last year, I want to say. Yes, because he was a year older than us. Yeah, so I don't think he's played at all, but, you know, maybe I'll root for him, maybe not. But Mm -hmm. uh, some other takeaways before I also get into my prediction. Obviously, I had a lot to say. This is the most I'm going to say about any of these teams, obviously. but Starting off strong. um, Yeah. The Bears defense, like you said, they looked good. They won the takeaway battle, which I know Sean Desai, who's the new defensive coordinator, which I like a lot, um, he wants to do. He wants the Bears defense to get back to that like super aggressive um, look that they had um, under Vic Fangio. Um, so, I mean, the special teams, they looked kind of bad. It's fine. I think they'll figure it out. I th- I've noticed that a lot of the preseason, you know, they kind of experiment with special teams. I mean, you see teams running it out of the end zone like eight yards deep because they like you. You're not going to be able to have any tape on kick returns if they don't try and return them. So that's why I think also the special teams might have looked bad because they were probably getting a little bit too cute, like taking kicks out that they probably shouldn't have, but. You know, obviously, I think the Bears will probably upgrade on that a little bit. The old, the offensive line has been shaky the whole offseason. The first stringers looked a little shaky for Dalton. Uh, he didn't have a ton of time, had to check down a lot. That's kind of my main concern, like you said, keeping fields healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, if our offensive line, which actually the Bears just picked up Jason Peters, uh, nine-time pro bowler from the Eagles, so that – Helps a little bit. He's like almost 40, so we'll see how much that actually helps. But having a little bit of depth and mentorship on the line, I guess, helps. But, you know, week one, when I look ahead, week one against the Rams, Aaron Donald, like they're going to get just annihilated. So I don't know. I, I, I do think that the Bears, they have a tough schedule, but, you know, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and bet that the Bears finish – second in the nsc north mm-hmm. and you know if justin fields comes in like week three or four i see us going nine or nine and eight eight nine nine and eight but you know the bears also have to be cautious with him uh and aggressive at the same time because i mean this defense like you said is still elite and they're still hungry to win but i mean this whole season is kind of just going to be based off of what we see in justin fields it's an experiment um, yeah, and we have to keep him healthy first and foremost because, right. you know, next year is when you typically see quarterbacks take that big leap, like, you know, Kyler Murray, whatever. So I, as long as we're not injuring our players and if we're able to contain, nice. If we're able to retain some of them to keep them next year where Justin Fields can show a, a, a pretty good leap up in his ability, then I think they're sitting in a pretty good spot. I agree. All right, Brandon, should we move on to the Detroit Lions? Let's do it. Who, by the way, Dan Campbell is in some trouble right now because, you know, their long, really? uh, their long snapper, Don Mulbog, was cut on his 40th birthday this week. Oh, I saw that. Oh, That is the most savage move you could ever do to somebody. First of all, just be like, hey, I know it's your birthday. 40 is a good year. Like, that's a, that's a year to celebrate. We're cutting you from the team, and no, that's not a gag gift. Dude, you know who this happened to last year? Our boy, Andy Dalton. The Bengals released him on his birthday. What is it with teams just not caring about the birds? That That is just crazy. But, no, I mean, I, I personally, I know we've shit on the Lions a bit in the past. Mm-hmm. I, I still think that they... At least they don't have Matt Patricia anymore. Exactly. Like, actually, so true. And as crazy as Dan Campbell seems, 
I actually like him as a head coach a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so last year the lines were five and 11, which was bottom of the league. And this year, again, they're projected at five wins again. So that's bottom of the league in predicted win totals. So they're going to have a Jared Goff without Sean McVay's leadership. Yep. So that'll be uh, definitely interesting to see. Mm -hmm. They also have a whole new coaching staff. I mean, Dan Campbell, first year head coach, Anthony Lynn, first year head coach, which or offensive coordinator, but previously head coach of the Chargers, which I thought was a a little bit of an interesting move because I didn't I never really pictured Anthony Lynn as like an offensive minded coach. I thought he was always more defensive. So I mean we'll see. But uh I don't know. I think they're I think the team they they sh- like emphasize winning the uh, battle off of like the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. and I do think that they actually have a really good offensive line. They drafted Penny Sewell, um, who is going to be a beast. He was the number one offensive line prospect, um, so he's going to obviously be good. Um, plus, I think their defensive line is going to be fine. So, I, I do. I think that this like team is like top tier when it comes in talent. No, but I don't think they're going to be as bad as everyone predicts they're going to be. I See, you raised a good point there. I don't think they're going to be as bad as everyone picks them to be either, but are they still going to not be the bottom of the NFC North? Absolutely not. They're probably going to be in last place this year and probably even next year. So I'm just yeah. I'm saying this. You know, there's room for improvement. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, that's a pretty easy team to predict as far as just skill-wise, especially when you got an ever-so-involving Bears, you got a Packers team that's keeping Aaron Rodgers this year, and you got the Minnesota Vikings with Kirk Cousins. I'm just saying, bro. I mean – Lions ain't looking good this year. No. Could you name, without looking it up, a single wide receiver on the Lions roster? Let me think for a second. No, nope. look me in the eye. Okay, your eyes are closed. Good. Nope. <laughs> I was looking at you. No, I can't. <laughs> you know, I only can because I've been reading some stuff on um, just like fantasy and stuff like that. But I know that they've got a rookie coming in usc tyrell williams on raw st brown they got tyrell yep i'm on st brown is the is a guy from usc rashad perriman yeah so exactly though like you know what i mean those are literally no name people i know am i bad sports guy for not knowing that off the top of my head no i mean i was setting you up for fit that was my point though like you know a lot about the nfl and the fact that like you really like the average person is not going to be able to name a single wide receiver, probably on a lot of teams or like mo- more than most teams. And people like us, where a few weeks ago I wouldn't have been able to know anyone on the Dol- or Dolphins Lions roster. <laughs> we'll so, yeah, we'll we'll get to the Dolphins eventually. But next week, no, I mean, as far as predictions come, I mean, this team, like I said, they've got a bunch of good young players, but like. That's not going to take you too far. And it's because they've been a bad team for so long. You know, they've been able to stack up mm-hmm. good players over the years from drafts and whatnot. So, I mean, teams are going to have to earn their wins against the Lions, but will they still be able to win? Yeah. <laughs> like, the Lions started like eight steps behind every other team this offseason, and now they're probably looking at like they're only two or three steps behind. So, I think we'll see an upgrade in play, but. I don't think I'm gonna. We're gonna see like even close to like a 500 season, you know. Not at all. And teams are gonna be able to still beat the Lions, but it's gonna be like half a step harder than it normally would have been. <laughs> so and I, probably, yeah, and I also think people are just they're shitting on Jared Goff a little too much because I don't think not he's a fault. bad quarterback. No, he's really not. He's not. He's a serviceable quarterback that is going to just come in and probably he's kind of just going to be, you know, a system guy, 
where he's just going to adhere to what the offense just needs, wants. So I think he'll be fine. And so you add in the fact that they're going to get an extra game on the schedule. You add in the fact that they were in last place of the division. So their um, schedule is going to be a little bit easier. I definitely think that they can get more than five wins. I think five wins, they got five wins last year. So, I mean, I think they're a little bit better of a team. I know they get a little less at quarterback than Matthew Stafford, but at the same time, I don't think Matthew Stafford was a great fit for what the team was looking for. He's more of like a gunslinger, like, you know, type of guy where I think Jared Goff is a type of quarterback to come in. Like when you're ahead, he's the, he's like the best quarterback to have when you're ahead in the game because you, he just dumps off and like runs the ball, whatever. And you just ground and pound until the game's over all of a sudden. So what are you looking at me for? That's pretty gross. Though he described the ground and pound. You've never heard that before. I have. I just, I don't know. It's, it's yucky. All right, man. Okay, but I was what, what's your prediction gonna be? My prediction. So I don't think that's gonna be as bad as it has been. But honest to God, I think I'm gonna go with six and eleven. I could see six and eleven. That's probably what my guess would be. Because there's no way in hell that they were getting 500. No, and I think seven, seven, seven is pushing it. Seven and ten. Oh, that just sounds so bad. Oh, seven and ten. Right? Am I doing the math right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds horrible. I know. Yeah, I just don't. I don't see that happening. Um, seven wins, I think, is a tall order for the Lions, and that's that's not a great season. So. You know, I, I think giving them five or more wins or five to six wins is like is generous. That's very generous. So but we uh, could go to church on Sunday and say, look what I predicted for the Lions. Yeah, I still think like kind of like the Chargers last year where they were a good team. They just like kept losing close games and could never finish. I could see that being kind of the Lions case this year. It's like they're they, they losing games within like one score. So yeah. I, I think... I think they'll be better and they won't be as embarrassing. So we'll see. They're they going to finish last place of the NFC North though. Yeah. Uh, that's without question. They can't yeah. close. They can't close. All right, Brian. Yeah. Before you blow a gasket and pop a blood vessel in your eye, let's get to the old green Bay Packers. So they're going yeah. to unveil their 1950s throwback uniforms again this year. Just oh, FYI, this one to throw. I out saw there. those, and I actually—I'll admit—they weren't that bad mm-hmm. because I typically every single Packers jersey that they wear. I mean, the combination of colors. Even if you're a fan, you have to admit they aren't good. Like it's not a an eye grabbing like combination of colors. It's not appealing to look at. Like. When I, whenever I would see like Packers players, like there was a few times I would see people in Packers jerseys on campus in Nebraska, it would always be women. First of all, it would always be girls. And I mean, they would look like they were fresh off of the practice squad offensive line, you know, like every single girl, <laughs> every, like they all had that similar trait. You know what I mean? Um, and now I think these, these jerseys, they're a little bit slimmer. They are a little bit, uh, you know, I think they do the body a little better. So I think Eddie Lacy would have looked much better in these jerseys because he was just so fat um, on the Packers his last year with them. So, <laughs> all right. So I, I, let me actually color. Yeah, there it's much more slimming. But I'll get into my actual like analysis of them. So I don't have too much to say because they're going to be the best team in NFC North with Rogers back. Uh, they were 13 and three last year, easy division winners. They made it to the NFC championship, choked it obviously um, as they do every single year uh, since Rogers won his first Super Bowl in the beginning of his career. But this year they're slated to win 11, which, you know, I think that's – I would take the over on that as well. I think they could easily win that. Um, 
I don't know though. It's it's tough because the whole off season, this whole summer, we had Aaron Rodgers like slyly doing his business off script with the Packers. Like people had no idea what we, he was going to do. There was rumors he was going to go elsewhere, that he was going to retire, um, that he wasn't going to come back this this season with the Packers. So I don't know. Like now he, he's he's back, I think. But it could like, you know, a couple weeks into the season – he doesn't like the play calls, you know, they're not calling things in his favor, um, which at the same time I could see him, you know, changing play calls that he's given, but say he doesn't like what's happening and he's just like, you know what, screw this. Like, I'm just going to sit out or I'm just going to, I'm going to retire mid season. Like uh, what's his face um, from the Colts a few years ago. Andrew Luck. No. Ah, who was the guy who retired? Oh, I know like, exactly what you're talking about. That's so yeah, it literally just walked out to come back. Yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating. So, I mean... You want to hear some other Rodgers news that's going to piss you off? Uh, I don't know if I do. All right. So, oh, it was Vontae Davis. That's who it was, cornerback. That's right. So, David... Oh, it was the Bills. Ah, my bad. David Bakhtiari. So, left tackle for the Packers. Yeah, I hate him. Do, do, you, know what he, do you know what he gave Aaron Rodgers, Brennan? Blowjob, a goddamn Sorry. Aston Martin. <laughs> no way, way. And Jesus, apparently, dude, what a simp. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers is known as being a generous quarterback who loves giving his offensive linemen generous gifts oh to show God. his appreciation. So he's sucked on his balls. Correct. And I, I no. Here's the thing, though. Apparently, Rodgers. Was I'm totally just I feel like I'm spilling tea right now, but apparently Ross was like giving him shit for not getting him an expensive present after he got three million dollar could deal with the Packers. And I'm just Good. like, bro, you were such like an abusive, toxic, like on and off again boyfriend to these people because you, you leave, you come back, you say you want nothing to do with them, then you expect them to buy you shit constantly. Like, what's going uh, on? This, this, it's funny because you know. We've actually like analyzed the last few teams, but now we're just going to shit on the Packers this is because the there's nothing to say about them. They're just going to be good if he's there. So it's like Aaron Rodgers, ever since I watched him play the golf match, the infamous golf match with, with, Tom, uh, Brady. with Tom Brady, I know for a fact that Aaron Rodgers just wishes he was Tom Brady so, 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 so bad. Oh, and at the Kentucky Derby? Yeah, yeah. Now he's got his fiance with uh oh they're face. engaged now shailene woodley yeah they're engaged i'm pretty oh sure i think they might they might already be married i don't even know but um i mean that's the one thing that i guess like i'm happy for aaron Rodgers is he finally found somebody that he can love um because obviously his family didn't work out um so <laughs> shailene woodley is like it, it's kind of i like to me, I get the sense of like Aaron Rodgers has been like, oh, it's not all about football anymore, which is kind of like I'm, I'm happy for him in that sense. Like it kind of seems like he's just kind of taken a little bit more control because like I've seen interviews with Shailene Woodley, like she has no idea about like any sports, which is kind of like why they are probably a perfect match. Like she's literally just like, oh, football, is that where you do the ball and the goal like she, that's literally the type of person that she is so i do think like she's a bra girl she kind of but like not really i don't know either way um you know aaron Rodgers. i mean the packers will probably easily win the nfc north if rogers is back and he stays the whole season um, he's gonna go on a rampage i mean is it gonna be 48 touchdowns and uh, two interceptions like it was last year probably not like that's that's a little bit a uh, little bit crazy but they're gonna be just as good and add in another uh look at the picture i just sent you 
Yeah, I don't know how to even open this. Oh, okay. Well, it's Aaron Rodgers with his long hair. He's bringing the long hair back for those that Was it the know. fucking Was it the stupid ass picture of him with the guitar with the man bun? No, it was the picture of him in front of the Aston Martin inspired golf cart that was waiting for him at Lambeau Field. Oh my god, that makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> you remember the video that went viral of him like singing like Darius Rucker, like stringing, strumming a guitar and singing like Wagon Wheel by Darius Rucker. Yeah. So, like, the one of the worst, like, people I've seen play the guitar, not the worst, but like, you know, he thought it was so, he was so cool and it's like so good. So down to earth. Yeah. With the man bun. Oh, God damn. I hate this guy. People He's going to want just... him to be racist so bad so they can cancel him for something. Yeah, he's gonna, he's just so good though. He's gonna just absolutely destroy us. I saw a tweet today. Uh, what was it? It was like the what player is like who do you associate? Name a player who consistently goes off against your favorite team. And I can't read that and just not instantly think about Aaron Rodgers because he just f- screws the Bears every single year, other than the one time in 2018 when the Bears won the conference. Uh, or won, won the division, I mean. So, other than that, Aaron Rodgers owns me and my family. Um, <laughs> he he makes me do whatever he wants uh, <laughs> for the past 10 years of my life. So. Brandon Gimple. Ever since I've been 12 years old, Aaron Rodgers has done with me as he pleases. So Yeah, you just sit in the <laughs> corner wearing one of those like leather masks with a zipper on the mouth. A, a gimp suit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good title for this episode, Aaron Rodgers' Gimp Suit. Aaron Rodgers puts me in a Gimp Suit since I was 12. (laughs) Oh, man, your life is fucked up. That's fucked up. Honest to God, I know that was was not an analysis at all, but like like we said, man, they're not going to be a bad team. If he comes back to the team and actually plays the entire season, there's no way they're not going 13 and 4. Yeah. Here's my analysis. Uh... Their draft was bad once again. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't. They don't they, care. They just. They just throw shit around. Um, they it's don't. A hot mess. They haven't tried to build a draft around Aaron Rodgers in like three years for some reason. Uh, last year, obviously, they drafted <laughs> Jordan Love, who got his first action in any sort of NFL game is since he got drafted because they didn't have preseason last year, and he looked like Mitch Trubisky. Um, actually, no, uh, he didn't look that bad. He had a few good throws, but he obviously, I really don't think like he's anywhere near like Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. like, Oh God, no. Well, I mean, that's the last, those are the last two quarterbacks of the Packers, dude. That's what I've had to deal with for my whole life (laughs) is Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Like, are you kidding me? I think Um, it's just a petty, it's a pissing match between all of the, the shareholders of Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers of just who can be petty. Seriously, dude. That's literally it's, it. Like, they're like, oh, like Rodgers doesn't want to play for us. Let's just not draft around him for three years and give him like actual, like let's not give him any weapons whatsoever to say, oh. And then then they start crying and complaining when he's like, well, like what are you guys giving me? Like this is. Yeah, they drafted like a. Skill. They drafted like a shitty Georgia cornerback with like their first pick or something. Yeah, Rodgers um, can't throw to him. So yeah, so only in practice. And if he said he should, he's too anyway. Like that doesn't matter. But it, yeah. seriously, dude, it's just <laughs> that is why shareholding an NFL team for ownership is never a good idea. Yeah, it's us. Watch, watch like one of the main people, like one of the main investors, be like a Bears fan or something. Be who? And he's just like a Bears fan or something. And he's just <laughs> trying to like secretly destroy the team. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I wish I I wish I thought of dollars invested in Green Bay just to ruin them. I wish I thought of that. All right. Shall we uh, move <laughs> on to our final team? Wait, did you give your prediction for Green Bay? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I don't think they're going to win 13 games this season. What, even what with are they the extra. Set they're set at 11. Okay. Um, I do think they're going to go over that. Um, I, I don't know, though. I mean, yeah, I guess 12 and 5. We've only been taking the ups so far. But because we haven't gotten to our so last realistic. team yet. We haven't and gotten we have, to our last team. And we also um, haven't gotten to the AFC yet, too. So that's why. Yeah. 
So I do think that they can get more than 11 wins. um, Definitely. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's the unfortunate fact of the matter. The Packers are a good team. Aaron Rodgers is top, one of the top quarterbacks in the league. So he's already a hall of fame quarterback. So, I mean, this guy's, this guy's a beast and he is probably going to just come into the season with a whole different level of like getting ready to just absolutely wreck shit. So, Mm -hmm. So let's get to Minnesota. The one place in the world besides, I suppose, Wisconsin. As far as the, well, I wouldn't want to live in Michigan either. You know what? I I don't think I'd want to live in a single city that the NFC North, no offense whatsoever. I don't think I could, I could live in a single city in the NFC North or the AFC North for that matter. Um, I'm not a cold weather guy, but okay. So let's get to Minnesota. Brutal place. You're just a different breed. Because Nebraska is so much warmer. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, you're a different breed if you are in Minnesota and can tolerate. That's but, very true. So, Derisaw, <laughs> Christian Derisaw, that offensive tackle, that was their top pick. They're like, saving grace with that offensive line. Second groin surgery already. Not looking good, brother. He's, he got surgery? Se- yep, that's a second groin surgery. When, when did he get surgery? Do you know? This week. No way. Well, actually, oh. today. Today's Thursday, so yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot to mention that the Bears, Bears second-round pick that was also ta- drafted as a right tackle mm-hmm. also got back surgery today. So those are two offensive linemen drafted within the first, like, 40 picks that are not working out well for their teams that drafted them. Man, that's tough. Mm -hmm. Also, speaking of controversial news, there's a hospital uh, from Kirk Cousins' hometown that literally cut ties to them because Kirk Cousins, like, uh, wants to not get the COVID vaccine. Oh, my God. Like, like Kirk Cousins has donated to this hospital, and they're like, yeah, we don't want anything to do with you because he's just like, no, I don't want to get it. That's actually hilarious. I saw Mike Zimmer was, like, going hard about his players getting the vaccine because mm-hmm. like, I think he's like amino compromised, whatever. So he I'm like trying to kill Mark Zimmer. Yeah. Mike Zimmer. Um, too many beers. Mike Zimmer. Too many beers. No. Okay. So Automatic. last year the Vikings finished third. They finished one game behind the bears. Mm-hmm. They were seven and nine. They actually beat the Packers one game. And that was after starting like, Oh, and five too. So this year their win total is set at eight and a half. Um, so half a game ahead of Chicago. Yeah, and it, it, like we said, like it was, a, it was kind of a tough preseason for Minnesota so far. Um, their, their draft was all right. I thought it was good at first. Christian Derrissaw was a beast. I mean, obviously they wanted to upgrade the offensive line. You just look like you have something to say right now. You look like you're smirking, holding something in. I was looking at another article, and it literally just says, unvaccinated cousins vows to follow protocols. <laughs> <laughs> what a freak. Well, no, uh, it's just the fact that it just says, unva- like, unvaccinated cousins. cousins. That's funny. I remember there was, like, some uh, some headline where it was just, like, cousins. I don't remember what it was, but. It was a Kirk Cousins headline, and it was somebody like shifted it like Alabama or something. It was kind of funny though, but um, I mean, so Minnesota played the Broncos in the preseason game. Uh, they Locke got their sucks. Drew Locke actually looked kind of good. I know, still he went to Mizzou too, so I kind of I have to have just some type of some respect hope. for him. Some yeah, some type of respect, some type of hope, but. Dude, his NFL career has not been good since he's been yeah. So I mean, he he got the first string reps. So mm-hmm. that was against Minnesota. Who I honestly though, I think that they kind of benched. Like you have to take into account. I think like there was no player for the Vikings that played in that game that will actually really play significant minutes in the regular season. So you know, Drew Locke was doing this against not necessarily first string guys. Oh. Dude, Excuse me. Sorry, but, I just need to say this about the Vikings too, bro. This team just needs to get their shit together. I got just I had to openly come out and say <laughs> this. So they actually, so you know Jeff Gladney too, their cornerback. Mm-hmm. So felony assault against his ex. So now he's oh. facing a grand jury in Texas. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude, this is becoming the new Chiefs, I swear to God. That's brutal. I know. Um, so, I mean, Amir Abdullah is on the Vikings, which I learned from watching their game. Um, and he was probably the best player for them in the I preseason I forget game. about Amir Abdullah. The, he was the, such a the, beast. The cream of the crop of Huskers running backs. For real, dude, which is just crazy. Um, then they also – they actually, when I said Justin Fields probably played the most among rookie quarterbacks, Kellen Mond, who – was Texas A&M. He actually played a lot of um, the preseason game, but unlike Justin quarterback or Justin quarterback, Justin Fields, <laughs> Justin quarterback field. <laughs> that sounds like a Justin quarterback. That sounds like a little league, like nickname or something. Um, Justin quarterback, but he, he didn't, he didn't look too great. So, I mean, mm-hmm. at the same time though, obviously you're starting Kirk cousins, um, Kirk cousins. It's not like he's a top tier quarterback, but what, what are you, what's so funny? <laughs> Do you just think his name is hilarious? No, I was thinking more of just the idea of the Vikings, like of Kirk cousins trying to kill Mike Zimmer with COVID. <laughs> So last year, Mike Zimmer, the Vikings were like the 32nd like defense. Like they were literally so bad. Um, and this is a guy that is usually has a very good defense. He loves drafting defensive players like the secondary, building his defense. And when you're starting two corners are Brashad Breeland and Patrick Peterson right now. I mean, you know something's gone wrong because both those guys weren't dudes that you've drafted and they're in the upwards of their career and they're getting old. So, I mean, you can say that the defense got a little upgraded, the O-line got upgraded, but, I mean, after you said, like, Christian Derrissaw has just had surgery, so who's to say when he's going to – he hasn't gotten any reps yet in camp, so who's to say when he's going to play? So, I mean – it's almost seeming like a one step forward, two step back kind of situation for the Vikings. So, I mean, you got to look at what they've gone from the past few years. They went from having Gary Kubiak as their offensive coordinator to having um, the Browns, sick Kevin Stefanski as their offensive coordinator. Now they've just, now they have a first year guy. So, I mean, you've, you've had COVID issues. Kirk Cousins had COVID already. Um, I think like all the quarterbacks got it in the quarterback room. So that's kind of not funny, but the the quarterback love room, they're all making out cousins. So I was making a reference to the Minnesota Vikings love boat. Oh, and Brett Favre sent a dick pic Um, to the Mississippian girl. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so for my, as far as predictions go, I mean, Minnesota, they still have, Dalvin Cook, who's top two in the league, like you can make an argument for him being the best running back in the league. Like, dude, it's just a beast. They they have maybe the best wide receiver duo in the league with Justin Jefferson and um, Adam Thielen. So I mean, I still I and every Kirk day Cousins I'm, isn't a bad quarterback either. That's what I'm saying. Like, as much as like we can sit and joke about Kirk Cousins all day long, <laughs> like he's still a fine he's a quarterback. Like, he's yeah. better than average. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I might even say he's better than Jared Goff. I I would agree. I would 100 percent agree. So um, he's got a good. He's got a deep ball. So I mean, Jared Goff doesn't have a deep ball. So what's funny about that? What is funny about that? Just the word deep and ball. <laughs> you can't say anything these days. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, this is a mid tier team. And they're, I, if you ask me, like, they're not going to be a contender. Yeah. And I think the Bears just, just have a better. Teams, like, especially, dude, with, you know, Adam Thielen, Jefferson, bro. They know how to suck in the D. <laughs> you sorry. know, Dalvin Cook's one of those running backs Dalvin. that he just. He hits the hole hard, and once he, <laughs> once he just slams into the, once he penetrates the hole, it's he's gone. Like yeah, he, he ta- he's he taking that through deep. the hole. He once just he just penetrates the shit the out of that hole. Oh my um, god! Yeah. So you no, I mean, I, 
Yeah. Eight and a half wins. I'm going to take the under. That's, that's the too. point of the story. Um, I, 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 I don't think they're going to go seven and 10. Cause I think that's a little, you know, I, I think they're better than that, but eight and nine, I would say. I wish you can say like you get like a half win, so we could literally just say, "Oh, they got seven and a half wins." I'll give them eight. I'll give them eight like, point four. Be, yeah, I was gonna say that would be like the perfect way to describe those with a decimal. Yeah, for real. So. I mean, I still think that you know, like we said, those big three offensive guys. There's few teams that have a better big three in the league mm-hmm. than Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm the only thing holding them back is their defense. And I mean, Kirk Cousins, I'm sorry. He's not like he's a top 10 guy, but they're just, they're just destined to be a middle of the pack team. So I would say they're probably going to go third in the NFC North this year. Yeah. It's going to be between the bears and the the Vikings. And I, I just think better of the bears than I do of the Vikings, obviously, but okay. So now that I'm thinking, because I've been kind of, I don't know, I feel like we've been kind of just on the same network as far as the Bears tonight. But now bear with me here. Realistically speaking, Uh do you think with the offensive weapons that the Minnesota Vikings have, do you think, and considering Chicago is going through a rebuild year, do you think that the Vikings could possibly go in second? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, objectively speaking, of course. Yeah, no, they, they can for sure. But also like when I look at the teams and the offensive weapons, like obviously the Vikings are top heavy compared to the bears. Like their best players are better than the bears, best players. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think the bears have more depth. Like they're just more of a well-rounded offense that doesn't rely on a single position like Dalvin Cook, which having Dalvin Cook in your back pocket obviously is 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 good. It's a solid asset to have. So, so what I was saying was just I think the Bears have a better overall supporting cast than the Vikings. So, while I would agree that you know the Vikings' top three playmakers on offense are better than any three you could group together on the bears. I do think the bears have a much better depth than the Vikings do. Okay. That's a very solid assessment. So I, I think, and like I said, again, objectively, I think I need to take you over on the Vegas line here, brother. I think they're, I think they're going to go um, either eight, nine or nine and eight. Like that's, that's a pretty on the fence one for me right there. So, cool. and I'm not, I'll take I'm not, the under. Okay. I'm not trying to put any diss on you or your family, bro. Oh, no, I'm, no. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just saying, objectively speaking, I just want to say it's more than likely the Vikings could have a better season than the Bears. Could. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Should, definitely. Or will. Nothing is set in stone. Yeah. All right. 100%. 100%. That would conclude our football talk for the evening, right? I think it would. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, <laughs> I am – I got I got to stop with the tall boys, man. So, oh yeah, I actually never went back. So when I, when I brought up the Kansas City thing and like me drinking beer again, so I started drinking beers again while I was down there because you know you're in Kansas City. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna go. Just when you're at Coffin Stadium, you're not gonna go buy a, just like whiskey sour from the <laughs> from the place you're getting a. <laughs> I had to get a little Papa John's pizza because the line was so long. If I got anything else, I would have been waiting for 15 minutes for them to make it. And I was like, I'm not trying to miss this game. So, yeah. More of a story, kids. If you're going to go to a baseball game and you need to get food while you're there, just get one of their pre-made pizzas. They come box already. They don't taste that bad. Hey, there you have it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Brendan, did you have anything else to add? No, I think uh, I think I was able to get all of my uh, – Stress out there. Yeah, I got it all off off my chest. Blew your load of stress. Yep. Penetrated the hole and blew my load. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but uh, I'm I'm pretty tired. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bed. But yeah, that's our show. Without Uh, me. (laughs) Shut up and kiss me. No. Uh, 
That's our show. Well, well, next week, y'all, we're getting into the AFC officially. We're going to start off probably – I think since we got just a couple weeks left of football, we're going to do just the AFC – we'll start off with the AFC East and the AFC South. Let's do it. I yeah. like it. Yep. And then um, I think next week we should talk about the, like, best fantasy football punishment ideas. Since Let's I'm, do it. My, my draft's going to be next week, so. Yeah, we can always talk a little – about uh fantasy like strategies shit like that oh, so yeah. like we'll uh, we'll give some some pointers out no there absolutely I, i'm picking up what you're throwing down all right <laughs> uh, but it. yeah y'all that's our show thanks for stopping by um go find us on instagram it's by things a pod follow us individually if you really want to i know Fuck i'm not it. that i'm not gonna i'm not really expecting like thousands of people just to come randomly flood my follow yeah. request but i'm also hey, not that active on instagram but yeah, brennan every once kinda, in a while yeah brennan's there just to kind of stalk my profile whenever he's yeah. down so yeah. he when it's late at night somebody that's worse than him out there so when it's late at night i i usually pull up jacob's profile so okay had um, a long day i'm gonna pretend that you said more than what you said so <laughs> that being said y'all good night see you next week see you guys Oh my god, just grab the steering wheel. Sorry! Ow! It hurt? Yeah, it does. It does hurt, actually. What if you get to where you're going and it's a job interview and I turn out to be the boss? I'm not going to a job interview! You could be a year from now. Everybody says, oh, that guy seems great. I'm saying, hold on, wait a minute. That guy yells. Move your fucking car! I can't! Why not? I'm good.